If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hey, this is Craig up in the Space Bunker. Uh, things are going great. After a bit of a bumpy start, Trisha and I are working together and getting a lot done. I'm getting pretty close to decrypting some of the secret files on the main computer. And after this, I'm going to investigate the beige room because I know you don't like going in there. Yeah, I probably should just get over it, but it's because of all those corpses in there that look exactly like me. Yeah, so leave that one to me. Teamwork! Teamwork. Just in time to start the podcast transmission. That's weird. Guess I'll answer that. Space Bunker, Craig speaking. Knock, knock. Who's there? Something that can survive the vacuum of space. <laughs> Wrong number. Uh, okay, okay, calm down, Craig, calm down. I know we can figure this out together. <sighs> Just keep breathing. Oh, the episode's starting. I don't like this. Oh, boy. <laughs> from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. This is everything you need to know. About three years and three-ish months ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, and wait for it if you've skipped a few episodes, The Ruffled Feather... What? I know. Chunt, we've been here a couple weeks, but it's still so weird. The show is so different that we're not in the Vermilion Minotaur. We're in this dark magic bar, the Ruffled Feather. I know. I still It still doesn't feel comfortable. And I, I've been here before when yeah. I learned dark magic. I know. In the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. Did I ever show you any dark magic spells? No. Chunt, have you been 
Continuing to learn dark magic? No, but I can't forget what I know. You can't unknow dark magic. Do you want to see some dark magic? I mean, is that going to make you store mad? Well, he's at the bar right now. Okay, show, yeah, quick. Show me, show me just like a little dark magic. boop. Oh, you got a wart now. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> is there, can you undo this away? I, I never learned that. Oh, Wait, man. let me try something. boop. I just got... Got two now. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair enough. I'm also joined by Eustor, who can helpfully help me help me with these two warts. Where did you get two warts from? Ah, uh, some dick with the dark magic. Wait, I don't want to say that I got two warts from some dick. Really? Well, well, well. My words a little more carefully. That is fair. Here, I shall remove them. I shall draw my sword. Whoa! is isn't there like some? Some, like, clean, simple, sanitary magic you can use to take these warts off? My sword is sanitary. Or can I just, like, cut a potato in half, soak it on my face, and then, like, bury it under a full moon or something? Sure, if you want to look like an asshole. Hey there, brother. Can I gnaw those off your eyes? I'm sorry, macho mantis randy mantis. Close enough. Um, I... Hey, you want to know something fun? Uh, sure. The other day I found a lamp and got three wishes. That is fun. You want to know what I wish for? I'm not sure I have time for that. Do you notice anything about my my hands? Oh. I'm no longer praying. I'm a secular mantis. Wow. That was one of the wishes. Well, that's great. Is that freeing for you? Very. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of wrapped into my identity, but... Yeah, I mean, if praying was, like, something that was good for you and lifted you up, great. But you seemed like you wanted to let go of that. Yeah. I don't mean to be rude, Macho Mantis, Randy Mantis, but... You're not the guest on the podcast this week. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, you want me to knock those off? No, but I, I'm. Yeah, I'm, go ahead. Ah, oh, you know what? That was kind of cleaner and less painful than I thought it would be. Thank you, Randy. Can I call you Randy? No. All right, fair enough. Say my full name. Randy Man. Fuck you. <laughs> Chunt, why didn't you jump in at all when I was talking to. Macho Mantis Randy Mantis. Sorry, oh, it's distracted. Was so easy I was when I'm not when he's not here. Oh, there's a pressure. It's what you called the what did you call that? You called that like the Jeopardy syndrome? Where it's yeah. like when you're at home, you're like, I know the answer. Yeah. Is that what you call it? And that? when you're on the show, you're <laughs> like, why won't they let me on the stage? <laughs> Usador, what's what's going on? I I pulled all my books out from my house. And I'm afraid I'm very busy right Those now. Those are all the books you have in your house? No, not all of them, but the ones that I'm concerned about this evening. Uh, for now that we know that my obsidian arm shall absorb the void if I am ever thrust to the center of the void, we must find a way to put me in the center of the void. So I'm going through all my ancient tomes that I've taken with me, and I'm studying and researching and looking for magic and truths that may help us accomplish our task. Usador, that's uh, a very important development from last week, but we're ignoring an even more important development well, from last week. Okay. My 2.5 buttholes. How has it been with two and a half buttholes? It's been weird. I think there's a little bit the, the, the crystal ball's magic um, and also... I, I th- crystal ball lamp. Crystal ball lamp. My uh, my apologies. Um, and I think also the blue tiger's magic when I, I uh, wished for, um, I think, to always have at least two buttholes. Yeah. I think there's a little bit... You have conflicting wishes. Yeah, so I think the half butthole just kind of pops up here and there. Um, it's just a really weird sensation. Wait, all, is it always in the same place? Uh, no, it's mm, interesting. It's oh, a traveling, this is potentially it's a wandering, wandering, half, yeah. half butthole. Yeah. Fascinating. Oh, Usador, I know uh, this is fascinating. 
Uh, no, sorry. Uh, forgive me if this week on the podcast I am somewhat distracted, but I am so engrossed in mine tomes that I may not always be listening to what you say, for I feel we are close to defeating the Void, and I must put all of my magical thought and energy into mine books. Yeah, that's true. Sean, so are you like poop in semicircles? Um, sometimes, mm-hmm. but also it's weird. What like I, crescents? Um, no, not crescents. I wouldn't call them crescents. Um, but there's a there's a unique shape to it. Mm-hmm. And then when I when I pass gas, it sounds like an ocarina. <laughs> wow, mm-hmm. that's legendary. Yeah, uh, this is a weird transition, but I don't think it could possibly be weird. I'm thinking of moving out of your hovel. Yeah, it's okay. just you know I just feel bad. I feel like a third wheel. You know, yeah. two stores. Coming over all the time, you're in this new and exciting relationship, and I feel like I'm sort of... Yeah, whatever you need, whatever you want. Uh, don't think I didn't notice that anytime time two-story was around that you'd find reasons to leave or to lock yourself no, in no. your room. I've, I just like to walk around. That's fine. Know, I, just, to... uh, I know that's not true. I just feel like you need to make a bit of an effort. I agree. Sorry, I got pulled out of my books and back into this conversation when I heard Arnold wasn't going to be living with you anymore. Yeah. You know, where are you going to stay? Yeah, what are you going to say? I'm going to stay with Usador, I assume. Did you I'm talk to Usador oh, about I that? Oh, I stay with you? Oh. Oh, okay. With you and your interesting books. Arnie, do you hear, oh, do you hear his voice? Do you hear, oh, okay. Hey. You know what that means? What? It's awkward. He doesn't want you to stay. No, no, it's it's fine. I'm uh, 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 happy, happy about it. Yeah. Thrilled even. <laughs> I mean, Usador's uh, girlfriend is way far away. All right. Whatever you want, buddy. So... It's not weird. It's not weird for me Whatever to stay with you. It's not weird. It'll be fine. It's not like I'm busy or working very hard on defeating the void so that ultimately we can defeat the Dark Lord. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, feel free to oh, good. to crash and do whatever you do all day. Oh, thank you, Usador. Hey, you know, we got to have our guests, so let me push these books off the table. No, no, I might. All right. Guys, I'm so excited. It's been so long since we've talked to the scholar from the Great Halls of Tarrakis. Usador, it's it's the old uh, librarian at the Great Halls of Tarrakis. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, hello again, scholar. <laughs> hello. Yes, good to be here. Good it's, to see you. It's good to see you again. Uh, it's strange not to be in the old VM. <laughs> I know. Imagine. Have you ever been to the Ruffled Feather before? No, it's my first time here. Oh, thank <laughs> you for coming all the way here. Yes, it's uh, it's very dark here. And uh, just not a good atmosphere. Yes, it's a little frightening. But if you get scared, I find that there is a pinpoint of light and hope in every situation. Simply look at this candle here upon the table. And remember that wherever there is darkness, there is still light. Yeah. Well, that's a good way of putting it, Yusidor, yes. (laughs) May I check those books, by the way? Are those all those your books? Oh, uh, Oh. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all mine. You're sure? Because uh, you'll still have a, a great number of overdue books. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I Are, think... Should I we think... look through the books and see... No, 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 please what don't do that. What do we got here? What do we got here? Yes, Handmaidens of Blurth 3, the Dragoncock Chronicles. Yes, I brought some of the Handmaidens of Blurth books today uh, to look for... Knowing I would be here so you could return them. Uh, uh, yes, well, not... Uh, the pages are sticky. Well, oh. uh, you know, when you're uh, trying all sorts of magical potions and uh, poultices and salves, uh, sometimes pages stick together. It's true. Uh, by the way, Arnie, do you need someone to rub a toad on your face? Oh, yes. To absorb those warts? Yes, please. All right. Here you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and the toad has absorbed the warts? Oh, great. Thank you. Surprised that nobody prescribed that before. Yeah. 
And I, I just have bite marks for where the mantis. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. He didn't even bite the worm. <laughs> he bit around it. He got like one sort of half chew oh. off. But this, I mean, with those well, scars on your myself. face, with those scars on your face, now you look like you fit into the ruffled feather. You look rough and tumble. Oh, no, guys. Yeah, would you like to borrow my eye patch? <laughs> Why would I need your eye patch? Just to kind of complete the look. All right. You know what? You're right. I'm going to lean into it. Here I'm you go. on this eye patch. I'm. Uh, a brand new Arnie. I'm oh. a regular here at the Ruffled Feather. Would Don't any w- fuck around with Arnie. He's a tough here, guy. Here, here, here. Uh, with the eye patch, maybe mm-hmm. um, still your cadence and your tone is a little too soft and sweet. Maybe elongate, elongate the A's and the R's in your first name. Particularly uh, the R's. Yeah. Arnie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Would anyone else like an eye patch? I'll take one. There you oh, go. Fuck, that was my. Well, you're handing them out. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Here oh. you go. I'm gonna put on one myself. No, it's just a whole fucking table of eye patch weirdos. Patch boys. Patch boys. I'm the scholar. <laughs> and I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesus, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical lights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls at Arrakis, the ills of me as Yak. The doors now. Oh, no. He's having extensions. another stroke. He's having and another stroke. And the northeast is Gasmerius Maystar. You saw half of your faces. I don't know. Maybe other secret name. You don't know that. There's a real lilt that crept in there. Yeah. Chunch, please. So, Scholar, it's been a while. For new listeners, could you tell us a little bit about what you do at the Great Halls of Tarakis? Well, I'm the librarian at the Great Halls of Tarakis. Uh, I I do not know my true identity. That's for right. The scholar is a position that has always existed at the Great Halls of Tarakis and always will exist, uh-huh. but it's not always the same person. When I accepted the job, I put my face in a jar by the door oh. and gave up any memories of my old existence. So you don't know who you really are. No, that's true, I don't. Are you ever curious? Well, if I were to open the jar and look in it, I'm told that I will burst into flames. Oh. And so I've, I've avoided doing that for, yeah. the, for that very reason. But uh, it, it's a good job. Uh, <laughs> is the jar um, just a safeguard against curiosity or if you're drunk one night? Is it like hermetically sealed? Uh, sealed by a hermit? Was it like... Yes, there is a hermit uh, who lives next to the jar who's mm. forever warning. It's quite annoying, by the way, but he's forever warning me to not open the jar, but also kind of tempting, tempting me to do so. Sure, a little sweet and sour. Don't you want to look, he'll say. Well, that's got to be tough for that hermit, because naturally he'd probably prefer to be by himself. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. It's very true. You guys, are, you're talking about Herman, correct? Yes, Herman the hermit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he has a lovely daughter. <laughs> oh, details. <laughs> Just some stuff for the young people on the podcast. <laughs> I feel like I really want to get into Herman's head. <laughs> nah, slightly younger. Slightly younger. But we've been doing an overhaul to our uh-huh. system there. We've been digitizing our system. Oh, so, what? what does because that mean? As you know, we've had a, a great number of overdue books and, sure. and a lot of theft <clears throat> there. So now we're taking a finger or toe from somebody who checks out a book. Oh. Uh, so digitizing it. And then uh, when they return the book, they get the finger or Toe back. Oh, That's nice. Really? Yes. It's a good system. It is a good system. But uh, what I got to start with? It's really up to them. Oh, really? Yes. Have you noticed like a like people generally go with one of the fingers over the other? Humans will typically go for a pinky. Sure, that would have been mine. That would have been mine. Yes, but uh, you're assuming that only humans uh, check out oh, books. So you know, right. humans typically will be able to check out up to twenty. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but some creatures, less or more, depending on how many uh, digits they have. Uh, you would be amazed by uh, many of the technological advances in the great halls of Tarakis uh, that rival the technology of your world, Arnold. For I often would go there to look at the microfiche. There's a big aquarium with these tiny, tiny little fish in it. Little fish. And they remember everything. Really? Yes, and I've had some of the best conversations I've ever had in my life. With microfish? With tiny, tiny fish. I prefer real big fish. Does anybody prefer real big fish? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There was a point in my life where it was very enjoyable. Sure. Oh, I dropped my glass. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> oh, got it. Oh, I'm, I also have actually a second guest. Uh, we're sort of double booked. I, I don't know if you mind, Scholar. Oh, no, that's wonderful. Uh, we're also... The more the merrier, I say. Uh, we've never had an ogre on, uh, so we have a Lady Ogre on the show. Lady Ogre, uh, sit, sit right here. Thank you all for wearing your patches. Makes me feel a lot better about my one eye. Oh! <laughs> very, very classy. Nice work. Would you like a patch? Yeah, well, then I'll be uh, going in blind, but <laughs> if I'm down, if you're down, you know what I'm saying? A bunch of castaways and cutouts. Uh, why didn't you tell me that you'd booked a Glorbia on the show? Oh, oh, what's your name? You- Glorbia. Is that G-L-O-R-B-I-A? 1,000% correct. Well, uh, well, first of all, nothing can be more than 100%. Second of all, how do you two know each other? Well, well... Glorbia haunts the stacks of the halls of Tarakis. I live in the stacks. You haunt them. I live there. Everybody hates you. The microfiche, Herman. Herman me. loves me. I'm the one person Herman does like. <laughs> Why, oh, I, I, well, I, we're sorry we've booked two to such contentious guests on the show. There's one person in Foon I wouldn't want to share a podcast with, and it's the scholar. Oh. This faceless oh. bastard. <laughs> She's forever causing mischief in the stacks, taking books from one place and putting them in another. That's where all my books went. Sure, sure, Usador. Assuming you have done that, Glorbia, why would you do that? Well, it gets pretty boring late at night. I don't really have a lot of gentlemen callers. Sure. You know, move the books around. Sometimes I make little forts, and I get in them, and I pretend they're houses, and uh, build up on them like a house of, uh, you know... Cards. Oh, fun. Sounds fun. Oh, it's a damn blast. (laughs) It's real fun. It is like a house of cards, and she's forever doing monologues by herself, which are very awkward. Yes, I am. I kind of wish I was a political figure here in Foon, but due to the one eye and the several arrests, I guess Uh, I'll never hold office. Oh, what if? What have you been arrested for? What haven't I been arrested for? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Follow-up question: What haven't you been arrested for? Uh, Good behavior. It's very rare to arrest someone for good behavior, but it does happen. Oh, it does. It did happen to me once. What were you doing? Well, I uh, saved a village full of people. Young families, uh, children, uh, elves and dwarves and humans, all living side by side in peace and happiness. Uh, and they did after I had saved the entire town. From a terrible dragon, they decided to throw me into prison for they were too perfectly happy. And they had actually hired the dragon to murder them all. Wow, what a, mm. what a delightful story. Well, it, it was a utopia, and they, they couldn't maintain it. They, they had smiles plastered on their faces, but their happiness was only skin deep. It wasn't a true happiness. It was a simulacrum of happiness. Can I get a copy of that? <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Love that story. So those village people were upset with you? 
Yes, the village people were very upset with me. What, uh, what kind of occupations did they have? Uh, well, there was a builder. Uh, there was a constable. Uh, a lot of them are in the Navy. Uh, they should use their arms to form letters. That would be hilarious. I see. Hey, I think we should uh, move on. Hey, uh, so Scholar and Glorby, Glorby, it is Glorby, a G-L-O-R-B-I-A, Glorbia, Glorbia. Globria, you're gonna live under the books now. Globria. That's one of the monologues she does. <laughs> Globria, what? I'm entering some competitions. What? For my monologues, by the way. There's a wood, Ooh, nymph, oh. wood nymph that's really chasing the, uh, they want the ribbon. I'm gonna oh, take it this year. Wow. So you think you could be a champion of the halls of Tarakis? Like this one here? Yes. Oh. I am a champion of the halls of Tarakis. I defeated Telephus the White in wizardly magic battle. Yeah, I'm glad. Telephus is just an ass. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, good work. Thank you. Championships are for wizards only, not for lady ogres. Oh. Uh. I won't dignify you by calling you an ogress. Oh. I'm now. A, I call myself a loger, mister, and at least I have a face I was born with. Damn. Face off. Now, scholar, I must protest. If uh, Glorbia wishes to uh, to fight uh, for championship, that is her right. It is the right of every being, and we shall not cast someone out or not allow them the same opportunities that all other beings do get to have. If you believe you can do it, I believe in you. Thanks, dude. You have it. Glorbia, why do you live in the stacks of the library? Uh, you could live anywhere. You could live in the woods like a typical ogress. Oh. Or Lady Ogre. Don't put me in a or box. Logo. Don't put me in a, I live in the forest in a shire of thickets of, of trees and shit box, okay? I decided to live in the stacks because I want knowledge. Where did you live before you lived in the stacks? I lived in a thicket of wood out in the forest. In a shack. In a shack, yeah. Well, you, you don't have to live in those places either. You could live in a, a beautiful house. Ugh. You know, they do a check now in Funa if you've had any arrests. Oh. And so I put in several applications for different homes and I uh, never get a call back. That is that is the worst because a, a, a magical constable, a sorcerer or a mage, will come to you and, and cast a truth spell on you. And then you'll have to go, this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. That's right. And then you're forced to leave. Yeah, it's like, how did I get here? Oh. Yeah. But that's like a once-in-a-lifetime event. <laughs> Speaking of, Arnie, yeah, you keep saying you're going to take me to the river. Wash him in the water. Oh. Be- take him to the river. Wash him in the water. One day. I'll be washing him down. Is this podcast typically just talking heads? <laughs> Burn. <laughs> I mean... You give it enough episodes and it comes back to it again and again. <laughs> Something for the young people again. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. So, Scholar, I'm sorry I didn't realize that I brought uh, someone that you don't necessarily get along with. Yes, work. this podcast stopped making sense at that point. <laughs> um, well, now I'm just thinking of them. <laughs> thinking of what? Thinking of what? No, nothing. Nothing. Um, nothing. Well, let's take a quick break while Arnie thinks of some and we'll be right back with more uh, Magic Tavern. Hi there, Danielle Kurtzleben from the FPR Politics Podcast. And I'm Scott Detrow, also from the FPR Politics Podcast. That's FPR, the Foon Public Roundtables, where we have measured discussions about issues of the day. 
Right now at FPR, we're doing what we're best known for. No, not lulling your kids to sleep in the back seat of your ox cart. No, not putting on tiny dungeon concerts full of bands so cool you'll never, ever hear of them. No, we're talking about fundraising. Yet again, we are asking you for money. I know, you're thinking, why must you constantly pump us for our gems and coins? But honestly, think about it, people. We have imps running around constantly pooping out currency. Which means inflation is rampant. The FPR endowment is losing value by the hour. Whoever designed the Funian economy really should have thought twice, but what can you do? I'll tell you what we'll do. We want your gold. We want your ears. And so we are willing to spice up our politics coverage to compete with some of the more sensationalistic news organizations. Screaming matches about Titania Care, we can do that. Can we ever? Banal political predictions, of course we can do that. Danielle, go. Okay. Um, seven stars shall fall from the sky, the veil of reality will be rent asunder, and the quickening shall begin. That's a prophecy. We need a prediction. Oh my god. Okay, um... I think the only poll that will matter will be on election day. Much better. And if worse comes to worse, we're not above meaningless spectacle. If need be, Detra will just fight a dungeon guard. Live. On air. Wait, I'm doing what now? We even brought one into the studio today for a teaser. What the? Hey! Yes, there's a lot going on in the news cycle, but if we have to differentiate ourselves with gratuitous violence, then Baifu will do it. Ow! Ow! Come on, now that's just unnecessary. Doing great, buddy. My pancreas! I mean, don't worry. We have healing rocks. Thanks, Danielle. The FBR Politics Podcast. Hitting each other with rocks so you'll give us money. We'll send a tote back. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So, Scholar, I, I still can't get over the fact that you you don't know who you are. I've grown used to it. Uh-huh. Do you know how long you've been the Scholar? Uh, well, Usador has only ever known me as the Scholar, though I believe the face is the same face that the Scholar always wears, so maybe it hasn't always been me. Oh we, we, we don't know that for sure. I, I think I've had the job for at least 100 years. Oh. Do you have any past memories? Like, is it possible that you're not the same Scholar that we met before? I suppose it's possible, but I, I definitely remember meeting all of you before, and I, I remember harassing Usador for his overdue books. Yeah. Uh, I remember I wore cargo shorts, if that's helpful. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, think I'm, I think I'm the same guy. Yes, it, it seems very likely that you would be. If you believe you've been a scholar for 100 years, it's possible I knew another scholar. But 
when you put on the scholar's face, uh, perhaps you even retain the memories of that scholar. Uh, it is possible uh, that uh, you have a continuous memory uh, far beyond your actual life. That's very true. And, and sometimes I get visions, just snippets of images. What are some of the things you've seen in those visions? I imagine that I'm uh, returning to a house and there are children there. My, my children, a boy and a girl, waiting for me, and they're out in the yard. There's a but woman there? A wife? There's a wife there, yes. And she was? I don't know. She was my, <laughs> my wife. Oh, yeah, I see. <laughs> Arnie, do you have any? Look, I'm not going to go down this road to nowhere. <laughs> good, good, good. Guess um, well, tell us more about these visions. Well, uh, and then in the middle of the vision, I, I, it doesn't feel real, so I spin a coin to see if it keeps spinning. Oh. And it does. Oh. So that's how I know it's not real. Wow. Do you, being around all those books, being a, a, you know, a librarian, do you ever get the urge to write your own story, to tell your own tale, whatever that might be, whatever you can piece together? Oh, I'm not worthy of that. I'm merely a servant to the library. But if, you, if you know... Knife to your head, like, would you... Uh, put, have put that knife away. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I feel like the interviews, the interviews go so much better when I have a knife to their head. <laughs> we usually don't mention it, but when you call it out, we have to say something about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was raising the stakes, you know what I mean? <laughs> I suppose you're right. I've, I've seen a lot in that time. I could write a tell-all expose about uh, all the wizard's behavior over the years. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What's some of the juicy dirt you have from the Great Halls of Tarakis? Well, uh, a lot of wands um, being put in inappropriate places. Yeah. Oh, naughty, naughty. I'm, I'll be honest. I confess up to this. Every young wizard wonders where his wand can go. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And the wands are different lengths and different girths. Yes, it can be quite uncomfortable and quite pleasurable. Mm. You get a little knot in the wood and yeah. I like the that. different size wands. <laughs> I do take extensive notes of all of my interactions with wizards just so I can remember them. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. Oh, you got a dossier on me? Well, yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Ooh. Because I probably have more interactions with you than anyone else, even Herman. Sometimes it's pleasant to interact with you because I'm only interacting with him and he doesn't want to interact with anybody. Yes. And quite a hermit, that guy. Yeah, totally. Well, perhaps Chunt is onto something here, then. Uh, scholar, if you are already writing down these stories of your interactions, you're not glorifying yourself and writing your story. You're writing the story of Tarakas. Yeah. In service of Tarakas, the library that you serve. You serve even more by putting this history down on paper. And if you're looking for a title, maybe The Great Halls of uh, Telaldis? Oh. The great halls of tell all this. <laughs> that's pretty yes, good. Yes, people will immediately get that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, look, write that one down, but don't immediately commit to that uh, uh, And, Scholar, if I may make another suggestion, you may want someone to help you go through those notes. Somebody with focus. Somebody with vision. Spin tax. Nope. <laughs> Somebody with about a single eye. Focused on what you have written. Spin tax with one eye. eye. No, 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 not spin tax. Yes, give him an eye patch and. Well, I could give him an eye patch, but he's trapped on Earth. Let's let's just take spin tax out of the mix right now. No. Who here has one eye and lives in the library at the Great Halls of Tarakas? Oh, there's so many in the books. It's a riddle. And could help you. Man. Yeah. Uh, No, 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 it's not a trick question. No, it's not a trick question. Uh, Is it a clock? It's not a clock. (laughs) One eye. It's a good guess. A penis? 
One, no, the surgeon was a woman. <laughs> one, one-eyed, one-eyed monster. <laughs> surgeon. Uh, Gloria. I, I meant Gloria. Oh, oh what? You're saying that Gloria and I could write an expose of the, the halls of Telalkis? Well, uh, t- I've seen a lot. You know, I'm there when you go home. Shit gets crazy. Look, I don't I, go home very often, but yes, sometimes I need to. You, you, yeah. Cast your differences aside, I say. Join forces and write this history. I, when you do put pen to paper, then clearly you have created a path for knowledge for all future wizards. You could call it the great tell-alls of Tarakas. What the better, fuck? Better. <laughs> what about Tarakas? Tarakas, with your knowledge all night long, the tell-all book of all the wizards and their wands in the great halls by Globia Hungrock and the scholar. Hmm. Knife to your head. What's your last name again? Hungrock. It's a very typical ogre last name. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's right. Yes, very yes. Good. <laughs> normal. Arnie, don't you? You said you knew a lady ogre. You said uh, you knew of a princess Fiona. Uh, On Earth, you said there's a really popular lady ogre. Oh. She was married to a, a Shrek or a Shrink or a Shrip. Shrek? 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 Shrek. Martin. I'm looking right at you and saying Shrek. <laughs> and you still look confused. Wait, give me, he's writing on this piece of paper. It says here... At some point mentioned Psycho Killer, also maybe something from his <laughs> solo albums? What is this? Did I already say Keska say? <laughs> Look, I, I feel like the title of the book we're going to write is our last concern. But writing with somebody else, having a partner? I don't know. I, I usually go it alone. And I go it alone. I spend all my time alone. Oh. But I suppose we've seen different things, you know? You you know what happens at night, I know what happens during the day. We uh, both know what happens in the afternoon, that's, bo- that's when I wake up. We're both great on the afternoon. Yes, that's our best hour when the light shines in through the great windows, illuminating the books. I want the two of you to stand up and hug it out. Oh, takes me a long time to get out of a seated position. Uh, oh, I gotta really unfold. I'm oh. the same way. All right. Well, there is a knife to my head, so. Uh, oh. Oh. Ah. Okay, I'm up. Oh. Yes, now we're up. <laughs> well, I'm, now, I'm extremely fat, and you're over a hundred years old. <laughs> what a pair. Now, tentatively putting an arm around the lady ogre. I'm tentatively raising my arm around the scholar. This is so beautiful. I'm putting another arm around her back. (laughs) I am putting my arm upon your head. Oh, that's comforting. See, there is action on this podcast. It's not just talking heads. Yes. (laughs) Do you see how beautiful this bond forged betwixt two persons, uh, two beings of food? How wonderful it is. Could I get a slight extension on some of these books? A slight extension. Yes. Really. Well, you know, you, you checked out all those books before we digitized, so well. yeah, we, we haven't had to take one of your fingers. We are grandfathering those people who have had books out already, so oh, cool. if your grandfather is still alive, we will confiscate him and keep him. Can I let go now? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, that was good. That, that felt was a good. wonderful hug. Well, I'm, I'm afraid I don't have a grandfather, for I was born into this world from a conspiracy of birds and fire and rain and wind that did see that there was evil afoot, and they must bring forth a wizard powerful enough to undo the forces of evil. Arnie, what the fuck are you writing? Something from the Scorsese document? 
What are you doing? What was that call? I'm trying to... Uh, and then I just keep writing Shrek, 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 and I don't know what, what that even means. Here, you can have a couple of toes. Oh. Oh. Well, thank you. That's that's fair enough. Yes. Uh, two toes means you get to keep two books. Which two would you like to keep? Oh, I want, uh, I want Toban's Tales of Fire. Okay, good can choice. I keep that one? Sure. A good, good, lot of good pictures in there. Oh! And I'll keep the original. Maybe, for me... Keep one of those. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm way ahead of you on this. Okay. I'm keeping the original handmaidens of Blurth. Okay. Yes, yes, very erotic. Very, good, very Good sexy. choice. And there, there's a lot of hidden truth in there. It's not just erotic. It's not just erotic. <laughs> there, there, there's some, probably some spells, if you interpret it the right way. Oh, sure. could you grab me the secret? I can only take two books. I feel like I really need a new vision book. If you believe it, you can't achieve it. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. That's beautiful, Globia. You're under arrest for good advice. Oh, that's a first. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm the sheriff in town. You're what? under arrest. Oh, that's Wait right. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're under arrest. I should have told you. I thought you. you looked familiar, but that eye patch threw me. Oh, well, this is, uh, you know what, chicken butt, please let me go. Let some of these fines be waived. All right. Uh, okay, let me, I'll, I'll unarrest you. Can, um... But would you do me a solid and let me know, what are some of your favorite books, Glorby? I know you spend a lot of time in the yes. stacks rearranging a lot of tomfoolery, but do you ever take time to... Uh... My, my favorite erotic novel is The Old Man and the Sea Urchin. Oh. Very sexy, baby. <laughs> and uh, I it's, also... It's uh, a thousand pages of a man having a, one erotic encounter with a sea urchin. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I, I guess that's sexier than The Sea Urchin and the Old Man. I, I would say that that book is probably in my top 50 erotic ocean novels. <laughs> what's your... We'd love to see that one? list. <laughs> what's my number one? What's your one? Okay, fine. What's your number one through ten? And please, call them erotic nauticals. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, well, uh, number ten is Octopus. Ten. Uh, number... Wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> I love that octopus. Do I have to keep going? Yep. Yeah. All right. Number nine is... Um, the Sea Foams. Ooh, nine. Uh, number eight is uh, Talking to Microfiche. Eight. Uh, number seven is Sandy Shore's Sandy Butts. Seven. Six is um, Here's a Clamshell. <laughs> I'm satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scholar, Glorbia, thank you so much for coming on, and I'm excited to read the book that you're going to We're excited on. to write it. This is going to be great. You know, uh, it'll be nice to have a, a co-worker and maybe eventually... Acquaintance or friend. That'd be nice if we get to acquaintance. I'd love that. Yes. Start small and build on that, yes. And uh, Arnie and Chunt, if you ever wanted to get a library card at the Halls of Tarakas, it's quite easy to get one. You just need two forms of ID. Oh. Huh. So a, any two items with the initials I and D. So oh. you, you can bring in an idiot donkey okay. or uh, an indigo an, dildo. An insect dong. Igloo dissection. Do you get a lot of those? Yeah, well, you know. Those are rare. It's basically people bring in ice and say, this is yeah. an igloo dissection. But you gotta believe them. Uh, you know, an intrepid dog. Oh. Yes. Ooh. So just you know, think of two of those and uh, Shrek. you'll get, looking right you'll get at you your card. Shrek. Arnie, give me this piece of paper. This must be the place? And then you draw a house that's on fire? What is that? I, I don't know. It just came to me. What are you doing with this I've house? I've been trying something where I just keep, I let my hand just draw while I do the podcast, and maybe it's my subconscious. Yeah. 
I feel really weird with this eye patch. I feel like it's <laughs> making me dizzy. And oh, you can take it off. Ooh, give me this piece of paper. Uh, here's an idle drawing. Oh, Ooh, very nice. You're halfway oh, there. Oh, yeah. You're halfway there. Good job. Uh, let me read a... Oh, wait, here I have one. An incontinence diaper. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess I have to accept it. It's not mine. Uh, I have an email here. This is um, to chunt at gmail.com. Of course, that's chunt with six T's. You can always reach us there. Um, this is from James Roger from Toronto. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What do you know about uh, what's Toronto like? Um, I hear it's very pleasant, but I don't know which one it is. What does that mean? I get I, I, it's, I get the Canadian cities mixed up a little bit, unfortunately. Hello, Canada. There's no reason for me <laughs> Thank to Thank you, just... Canadian listeners. <laughs> um, it says, hey, guys, after listening to the road trip episode, I feel like an opportunity was missed. If Usador can conjure tiny lightning for electricity, he can certainly conjure some gas. Yes, I can. Listen. <laughs> wow, you were holding that one in for a while. I was. Yeah. That, that seemed like it was uh, under wraps for maybe even decades. Oh, yes, but luckily I was wearing my incontinence diaper. Oh, yep. oh you, no! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it back? Uh, uh, no, I'll, I'll clean this up later. Right. So, but Arnie, he was saying that we could take an actual road trip versus just sitting in your... Um, well, we Your metal wagon. actual gasoline. Look, we're in charge of Hogsface. We're still the mayors of Hogsface. When we can get all of this figured out, then then we can go off on the into the rest of Foon and, and I guess go off and take the battle directly to the Dark Lord. That's right. Can you uh, put me in that cart and wheel me around a little bit? I have a hard time walking around Foon, and I, I'd love <laughs> to see some of the sights. Well, once we figure out how to get it to move, yeah. Glorbia. Talk to me. Does that mean you're willing to join mine quest to defeat the Dark Lord? Great. As long as I have help to be mobile. We shall make thee perambulate with the greatest of ease using my magical powers. Yes, the answer is yes. Oh, and I just realized now that I have a membership to the Great Halls of Tarakas, I can check out books. Do you have any books on the Void? We have hundreds and hundreds of books on the void. Do you have any real, like short ones? Yes, uh, there's there's one that's a, a, a ten volume uh, tome. That's oh. probably the breeziest uh, oh. thing that you, hmm. you'll be able to get. I mean, it's the void. It's a very uh, all encompassing subject. Yeah. Yes, and you, you're only halfway there. You got you gave me an incontinence diaper. <laughs> yes, you need two, two forms. Two forms. Of two. It took me forever to think of that one. <laughs> well, you got igloo dissection on the table, so just yeah. I've got you covered. Come here, Sparky. Look at the bright look in this dog's eye. He's intrepid. Oh. oh God, we get a lot of intrepid dogs. I'm getting a, I'm getting a little sleepy. Um, Glorbia, would you mind, um, just because you have that beautiful, sonorous voice, yeah. would, would you mind reading uh, just a chapter from the Dragoncock Chronicles to help me fall asleep? Maybe not, not, a, not a lot, just maybe the first. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. <sighs> this is a weird thing for a sheriff to do. <laughs> Never said I was a good sheriff. Ribble entered the castle angrily. Where is she? He exploded. I'm here. I'm in the chamber of darkness. She squealed. Here he comes. Are you ready for my DC? Your dragon cock, she whispered. Yes, of course. You know another DC? Dark corneas. Not those, she whispered. Together they mounted each other. It was a ball of mounting. 
There were circles of bodies mounting. Mounting, mounting, mounting. Wow. Oh, he's gone. I could go on, but he's sleeping like a baby. They mounted each other. They mounted each other. I was curious about that, too. It's an when when two creatures mount each other, it's a, you know, special sight to see. That was a fun one, right? Um, right, Trisha? I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I am so freaked out. Look, teamwork will get us through this. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chant the Badger... Okay, yeah, right. Um, Chant the Badger was played by Adel Rafai. Yes, the Scholar was played by Craig Kakowski. You can see Craig in Season 5 of Drunk History, which resumes on Comedy Central this Tuesday. And listen to Craig's List, where Craig makes his wife Carla watch his 100 favorite movies. Glorbia the Ogre was played by Jamie Moyer, who will be headlining at the Detroit Improv Festival the first week of August. The Foon Political Roundtable hosts Danielle and Scott were played by Danielle Kurtzler and Scott Detrow, who are really from the NPR Politics Podcast. Definitely check that out. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jackover. This episode is edited by Chris Rathjen. If you want to see Hello from the Magic Tavern live, go to hellofromthemagictavern.com and check out the live shows tab to get info on the live shows in Indiana in August. And in case you haven't heard yet, the Magic Tavern show in London in September as part of the London Podcast Festival. Oh, and there's going to be an intimate show in Chicago oh, at the Bentwood Comedy Festival in August. If that info isn't up yet, it will be soon. Just keep F5 in that. You know, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. <sighs> Reading the credits always calms me down. It's probably because it's the most boring part. Yeah, me too. Ah! You answer it. Oh, God. Um... Hello? Look, you shot me into space. Fair enough. That's life during wartime. But you two slippery people can't just leave me out here in the swamp with nothing but flowers. How do you even know that? Could you hear the episode? I mean, at this point, there's only so many references left they can make. We're not exactly David Lynchian in our surprise factor. Just go away and stop calling here. We're going to change the number. Okay. Okay, he's still alive, but... But he's somewhere else, so... That's good? For now. For now. I have missed these Friday night dinners. Mm. Welcome to Harvey Graw! At these family dinners... Delicious, everyone! Dysfunction is served. I can't have you all messing things up for my entire adult life. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we embarrass you? Jump, jump, jump! It's already better than I dared to dream. They're extra. Let the wild rumpus start! And they're embarrassing. We know how hard it is to move on from the first girl that you ever slept with. Not the first girl who I ever slept with. Yeah, 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 right. You're a regular lady killer. I thought you said it was going to be boring here tonight. No! I really hoped it would be. But they couldn't love each other more. Surprise! Mom and Dad being totally normal. Wow. So... Dinner next Friday, everyone. Wouldn't miss for the world. Dinner with the Parents, Season 1. Stream free only on Freebie.